Doors open. Come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversation is always on the menu. Given my own experiences in life, I am sure, certain, I have heard the phrase walking backwards into the future several times. I'm sure I've talked about it with people, maybe even some of you. However, when Lucy Day introduced it to me, it lit up my mind like a lantern in a dark room, illuminating so much that had become overwhelmed by uncertainty and fear and upheaval the pandemic had uncovered in this world. Man, Looking back on those first months of the COVID-19 pandemic recalls a surreal sense of everything being on hold, suspended between the before times and the gaping unknown of the future. Because it's hard to step into the future when you're on completely unfamiliar ground or don't trust the ground you're standing on or the ground itself feels dangerous. In times like that, the future seems even more alien and threatening and unknown in this almost mythical sense. Lucy Day lit a candle in my mind to help me see into the darkness and unknown of the future and feel equal to that task even in the midst of the uncertainty. And it helped me really feel grounded when I say, here's hoping. You told me a metaphor that you had heard. We're backing into the future, but we're actually looking at our past. And Oh, Lucy Day, talk to me about that because that's so cool. Oh uh, yeah, I got this. I got this metaphor from a book. Um, you know, so they say if uh, the only tool you have is a hammer, then every problem looks like a nail. So the only tool I have is a book. You know, if there's any, if there's any topic to discuss, any skill to learn, any, yeah, then I have a book for that. Uh, but books are actually very good at talking about words. And so this is a, a book that I read um, called Metaphors We Live By. And I don't remember which culture it comes from, but the, the idea is that the metaphor of seeing the future doesn't make any sense because we can't see it. We don't know anything about it. And our eyes are on the front of our heads. So it makes more sense to say that we're walking backwards into the future because we can only look where our eyes can see and what we know about, what we have information about is the past. So it makes more sense to say that the past is in front of us. That is so cool. The name of the book sounds familiar. And given that I'm like a metaphor queen, you'd think that I would have that at hand. But I swear to God, that image redeemed this whole segment of my life. I'm kind of curious about, in the context of the world in which we live, what's your sense of the arc of human history and how it unfolds in your mind? Um, I think there's a lot of things that we have in common with the people of the past. 
So I just finished reading The Tale of Genji, which is about a thousand years old, set in Japan. And the interpersonal struggles, some of the things that they're concerned with are very similar, right? So it's a, it's a novel. It tells us something universal about being human. That's、yeah. what literature is. So even a thousand years ago, like, you know, it's, it's still the same kind of stuff going on in human、yeah. lives.、Um, but also, like, it's a really hard book to read because it's been translated into English and translated from a time period where the way that you write and the way that you live. On the surface is very different. Yeah. So I see a lot in common, but also, you know, it's very fuzzy to try and look back that far.、Um, you know, we have a lot of abilities and tools、uh, that, we, that we didn't have a thousand years ago.、Mm. So I, I feel like there's been material progress,、mm-hmm. even though human beings haven't changed. I feel like our lives are. Able to be better. Not everybody's lives are better,、um, but, but our lives are able to be better in a way that was just inconceivable then. Yeah. A thousand years ago, people were all still struggling with some of the same essential things that we're struggling with now, like loneliness and despair and hope. And how do we keep going when it seems like there isn't a reason? Or how do we find a reason to keep going to inspire those whom we love? Or You know, loyalty, all of those essential things that that matter to us now mattered to us then. But now we have like printing presses and things like that. I mean, you know, this manuscript was was a manuscript. You know, the woman who wrote it was written by a woman. The woman who wrote it, like, she wrote it. And if you wanted to read a copy, somebody had to write it、wow. again. And like, that's just, we have the internet now. I mean, it's just so mind bogglingly different. Think about what the world was like when you were a wee child. What's changed in your world? How did you connect with other people in your life? The methods of our communication have changed, but what we communicate remains constant. We long to love and to be loved. We yearn for a sense that we belong. We ache for a connection with other people, that connection that lets us know we are not alone in the world, even when we feel lonely. There are people we encounter in our lives who may recall their experience with us and feel a warm connection, and they will write the story of their experience with us on their heart. They will recall the story of their love for us in their memory, in their heart, and in their past. This happens more than you might realize, and it happens because you matter, because you are the only you in this world. Ultimately, Lucy Day's Pearl of Wisdom changed this equation for me. 
It changed it from turning my back on the past because of the sorrow and pain and looking only with expectation for the future to be better and brighter and less painful. And it shifted it to remembering that each one of us brings the culminations of all of our experiences with us into the future. We recall the wealth of aches and joys, sorrows and love, pain and hope, and everything in between, because we are everything that has been in our lives. We're all walking backwards into the future because all we really know is what we have experienced and what we have experienced together. And it's that together that gives us the connections that surprise us with joy. So whether that connection happens from across the world in a text message, or with someone in your own apartment building. Here's hoping that we can walk backwards into the future together. Thank you for joining me at my imaginary coffee shop. I'm your host, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. Here's hoping you've enjoyed your time here. I am so very grateful that you've shared part of your day with me. Whether this is your first visit or you're a regular, please consider sharing this episode with a friend so you can help other people find their way to Here's Hoping. If you're interested in having a conversation with me, you can send an email to hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. There are links in the show notes. Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by Seth Jones. Thank you, Seth. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorax, with additional graphics created with Canva. And today I'll leave you with a quote from the Canadian-American Supernatural Western Horror series, Winona Earp. It's pretty delightful. I really enjoyed it. Here goes. They say life is short, but it is long. And it is lonely. So if you manage to find a group of souls who will tolerate you and elevate you, well, that is all it's about. That is what the fight is really for. Take care, y'all. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.